Hello and welcome to the fourth part of our Sim podcast series. Sid from Manage Engine here again, and I hope you found the first three episodes useful and engaging. In episode one, Harry gave you some tips on securing your Active Directory, which is a great starting point for those of you looking to bolster your security posture. And in the second episode, I got you started with monitoring your network for security incidents. And in part three, Harry elaborated on the challenges of cloud security and the kinds of threats in the cloud that you need to watch out for. And by now, you surely realize the importance of monitoring your logs, including the logs from your cloud platforms, which could, of course, be infrastructure like Azure and AWS or SaaS products like Office 365 that your organization might be depending on. And one of the main takeaways from episode three is don't forget the cloud when you're planning your SIM deployment. So I'm just reiterating that. Your cloud is going to be as important as some of the other data sources that we discussed in episode two. So we need to assume that our organizations will inevitably be hit with an attack someday, and we need to build that robustness and be prepared. Uh, and that is where security analytics comes into the picture. Security analytics means being able to analyze large volumes of log data effectively in order to help detect and mitigate possible security incidents at an early stage. So we've already looked at bringing in event data from different sources and then reviewing this data by generating reports to visualize exactly what's going on and gain the first level of actionable intelligence. But that's just scratching the surface and we need to go deeper into our logs and analyze them in near real time to discover possible attacks at an early stage. So there are two techniques that I'd like to go over. The first is event correlation and the second is UEBA or UBA. So event correlation, this is essentially a technique that has been around in SIM solutions for a long time and it extends the concept of rule-based alerting. So rule-based alerting means watching out for a specific criteria that you've defined and flagging those events when they occur. So we said, for example, um, if you look at your Active Directory, you may be tracking the various changes happening um, in Active Directory to your objects, and you may be running reports and reviewing these changes. But a small subset of these changes might be an immediate cause for concern and you can define for those individual events to receive an alert. And event correlation just extends that idea to watch out for a chain of events that may happen across different systems and applications. So for example, you might have events happening on your VPN, you might have some events happening on the server, and these events might be linked, but your VPN log does not know what's happening on the server and your server log does not know what's happening on the VPN. So event correlation is able to aggregate these events, associate and form a better understanding of what is going on in your network. So you can have cases where individually an event might not be a cause for concern. So an individual fail logon or a successful logon by itself might not be a concern. But when you have something like a brute force pattern 
which involves multiple failed logons followed by a successful logon, you may want to be tracking that pattern and getting an alert for that entire chain of events. So event correlation helps you reduce the alerting noise. You're not receiving alerts for each and every failed logon or successful logon, but rather for the entire pattern, in this case, a brute force logon pattern. And the same concept extends. What if you have a brute force logon pattern followed, following which you have um, a potential security event of interest like the installation of a service on one of your critical servers? So you want that entire chain to be tracked as one incident rather than having multiple alarms triggered for each and every log that is generated. And it's not just systems and applications that we're looking at, but also other security solutions and IT tools that we have. So you may be using, for example, a network performance monitoring tool, and maybe it flags an event um, which causes um, a spike in the CPU utilization. So that has been flagged by your network performance tool. And on your one of your Windows hosts, you have the installation of a suspicious software that could be a crypto mining software. Now, obviously the Windows host does not know what your network performance monitoring tool has flagged and your network performance monitoring tool doesn't really know what is doing, uh, uh, what is causing this spike in CPU utilization and it may or may not be able to give you that complete picture. So correlation acts as that bridge. You're able to say that, hang on, I have this new software that looks like it could be a crypto mining software installed on one of my hosts, while at the same time, my network performance monitoring tool seems to have detected a spike in, you know, the CPU or bandwidth utilization. So you need that full picture and event correlation is able to bridge the gap between individual systems, applications and security solutions, and it's able to help you get that complete visibility into what's going on in your network, thereby helping you track a wide range of security use cases that follow specific uh, patterns, right? So you're watching out for suspicious patterns. So while this sounds great, there are a few limitations. Um, and most notably, it's that correlation algorithms are very specific in what they track. So they're looking at specific events happening one after the other. And while yes, you, you can configure a robust rule set to track a wide range of attacks, you can't possibly cover everything, which, which means that we need to look at a different paradigm of detecting um, security threats. And that is exactly what our second technique to analyze data is all about. The second technique is UEBA or UBA, which uses machine learning algorithms to help you detect anomalies happening in your network. So machine learning is of course a term that is a term that is touted a lot in the industry. And to put it very simply, it's nothing but a way by which we can use large volumes of data to train a computer. And then subsequently the computer can learn from that data and start solving problems on its own. And in SIM, how we use machine learning, or rather in Yuba, how we use machine learning is we make use of all the data that we've collected from our systems, applications, 
from the network perimeter, from security solutions. And all of this data is going to be analyzed by the machine learning algorithm in order to form what we call a security baseline, right? So it, the machine learning algorithm tries to understand from your logs exactly what happens on any given day in your network. It's, it's, it's essentially looking at who does what, when, and where. And by identifying this, it can subsequently start flagging possible deviations from expected behavior and call them anomalies. So for example, say you have um, a person in your organization who works from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and works only on two machines um, in the entire time that they have worked in your organization. Let's just call them machines A and B. And say this user normally just does a few file folder related accesses and changes on any given day. Let's just say they make five file folder accesses on any given day. Now, what if the same user does at 1 a.m. accesses a machine that they've never accessed before and copies a hundred files from that machine? Such an event would certainly be an anomaly and you may not be able to track that with traditional rule-based alerting um, rules. Because here we are seeing a deviation from expected behavior for that specific user. And you can't possibly define rules for every single user and system in your network accurately. But here is where a Yuba knows that this user, based on what it has learned, it knows that this user works at a specific time triggers a certain number of events and works on specific machines. So when this user accesses uh, a machine at 1 a.m. when they normally work from 9 to 5 and accesses a machine which is not what they normally access and does, you know, 100 file copies, which is much more than they normally do, a Yuba solution can flag these anomalies and notify you about them. Right. So that is why you need such techniques. You need to be able to look at these anomalies because these could be the telltale signs of an attack that is underway in your network. So we essentially look at anomalies based on the time that they happen, based on uh, the volume of events that are being generated and based on the pattern of the events that are being triggered. But my point is, this is a way by which you can complement your traditional rule-based analytics. A lot of people ask whether one is better than the other, uh, to which the answer is certainly no, because you need both, right? You need rule-based alerting for what it does, and that helps you address a wide range of security attacks. And you need Yuba to help you see things that you might have missed otherwise, and help you see anomalies that are being triggered in your network. So Yuba turns out to be very good for tracking use cases around insider threats, account compromises, and data exfiltration, because in such cases, we see a lot of anomalies that happen, right? If a user's account gets compromised, the person who's done the compromise is now using one of your uh, Active Directory users' accounts, so obviously the activities that they do will be unusual to what that user normally does. 
And by tracking and watching out for these anomalies, you will actually be able to detect a security attack at an early stage. And that is the whole point of SIM, right? So all of these terms that we use like Yuba or security analytics, event correlation, they all tie back to the fundamental concept of SIM, which is about monitoring your network for what's going on and having enough mechanisms in place that can help you detect an attack at an early stage. We want to maximize the chance to identify a, a potential security incident that might have bypassed our preventive measures. And that is the main takeaway that I have from this podcast. Make sure that you are getting data from all of the different systems that you have and you know you have to bring in data from the cloud as well and then figure out how to apply a blend of analytics, a mix of rule-based analytics, which could be individual um, alerting rules and correlation algorithms, as well as implementing Yuba to detect anomalies. And this way you will be in a position to actually address a wide range of security attacks and hopefully, uh, you know, maximize the chance of detecting an attack at an early stage. So that's it from me for this podcast. I hope you found this informative. Uh, be sure to check out episode five, which is the last episode of this SIEM podcast series, which is a co-hosted podcast with me and Harish, in which we tie together all of the different concepts that we have discussed so far. And we give you some insights into how you can achieve end-to-end -end organizational security. So thank you for tuning in and bye for now.